Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having a blessed day today. As most of you know, uh, everyone in Georgia is headed to the polls for the runoff elections to decide the Senate control. And, you know, I go back and forth on this. I'm like, well, this is important. We need to control the Senate. But it's almost laughable because of what we saw the last election. Does this even mean anything? Or is this just one big giant circus act at Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey with the elephant and the tiger? I don't know. You decide. I'm not sure exactly even where we're at anymore with this whole thing. So, I mean, I guess vote. Go out and vote. You might as well go out and vote. Is it going to do something? I don't know, but I guess going out and voting is better than not going out and voting. So I encourage everybody to go do that. I know a lot of people I've talked to are already starting to stage at the rally in Washington, D.C. Glad to see so many people are coming from all over the area. They're saying now they're expecting upwards of 4 million people to descend on the Capitol. So that's going to be an interesting place to be tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of energy there, and I really hope that they can make a difference and take a stand for this and force these guys to actually come clean on the fraud and the election issues that are going on. And also, too, in other news, this is something that is almost laughably ironic. As soon as we have now started rolling out this new unbelievably toxic RNA vaccine, they're now saying that there's been the new contagious coronavirus strange, as apparently the old coronavirus wasn't contagious enough, they have now a new contagious coronavirus strain identified in 44, excuse me, in four states now. And uh, guys, this, this is exactly what we talked about for months. When you start injecting live viruses or denatured viruses, any of this stuff, when you start injecting it into people, it mutates. It does different things. This is why in Australia, when they had the COVID vaccine and they built it around with the AIDS protein, everybody that started getting the vaccine started testing positive for AIDS. There, excuse me, HIV. You can't start doing this stuff and start playing God and start making these viruses and splicing this stuff together and not have unintended side effects. And that's exactly what I think they wanted. Now, is this new contagious coronavirus strain really a thing? I don't know. Is it possible that it could be? Very much so, especially with whatever they cooked up in that pot over at Pfizer and Moderna. Who knows what they put in this stuff? They were so shady. There was zero oversight. There was absolutely zero accountability because they can't be sued for anything. What we do know is that tens of thousands of people have already had significant adverse events. I told you guys yesterday I'm having a hard time keeping up with all the emails from people that are discussing stuff that's going on at their hospitals and all the news articles that are being bombarded every day with somebody else who's having another serious adverse event. I talked to my good friend this morning who I told you she got uh, COVID last week and she basically is pregnant. I talked to her today. She said she feels a lot better. She's not fatigued anymore. She basically cannot taste or smell much of anything, which, I mean, that's something you can live without if you have to for a couple weeks. She said, but other than that, she's feeling great and she's still hammering the vitamin C and the D3 and the zinc. And so that goes to show you right there. Now, granted, she's in her 30s. She's fairly healthy. But it goes to show you that this isn't something to run around and be terrified of. And it definitely is not something to be running around and trying to put on a mask 
every time you walk outside and be a good little submissive peasant. Ironically enough now, as the media has fear-mongered this entire topic so far, over in Raymond's County District, basically, this is a L.A. Fitness in Maplewood, Minnesota. Um, an individual, Michael Florhog, 64, was arrested and subsequently charged with second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon when he went into an L.A. Fitness gym and told the manager he was going to videotape everybody in the gym that wasn't wearing a mask and he was going to shoot them if he felt like doing so and the manager said uh, no you can't you can't do that you can't come in the gym and videotape people and shoot them and the guy pulled out a pistol started waving it around the manager tackled him got the gun away from him police came in and arrested him he's gotten felony charges now but this again is all based on media fear mongering. This is what they do with the fear porn and the propaganda is they scare the populace in the submission to the point now where people that are probably a little mentally unstable already are running around threatening to shoot people for not wearing a mask because they are so brainwashed in believing the lies. Don't be that guy. Don't go into L.A. Fitness and act a fool and start threatening people. This is what Michael Florhag did don't be him. This is what not to do right now. So again, thank you again for supporting the show and getting the truth out there on what's really going on. What do you think about this, Deb? <laughs> you can't just shoot people because they're not wearing a mask. It's <laughs> yeah. not okay. I mean, <laughs> again, here's the thing. The other day I was at Greenwise, and I was without a mask on, and I told you this the other day. I've already told you the story. I'm going to tell it to you again. And there's a lady like six feet beside me at another register and she looked at me and saw that I didn't have a mask on and in German the term Guns Wild means extremely wild and her eyes suddenly became Guns Wild she got these real wild eyes and she saw me without a mask on and she like grabbed her stuff threw it in the thing and ran literally pushing the cart out into the parking lot didn't go out the exit, went out the entrance I mean it's just flailing and flipping and carrying on and I'm, I walk out the exit going uh, that was strange. And see, this is what the media does to people who don't have an alternative source of news. I mean, think about it for a second. If all you hear is this thing is deadly and you're going to die, it's deadly, you're going to die, you're going to be dead in a week, it's deadly because people aren't wearing masks. Well, so you want to grab a pistol and start, you know, checking things out and shooting people who don't have a mask on because they are intentionally, in your mind, trying to kill you. Now think about that for a second. That's how this guy at the fitness place in L.A. decided. He thought these people were intentionally trying to kill him. That's why they weren't wearing a mask, so he had to kill them first. When people are unstable, they think like this, and they don't realize that people have a right not to wear a mask. They don't look at it like, he's trying to protect my rights and my civil liberties by not wearing a mask. He's trying to kill me because he's not wearing a mask. And this is the narrative they pushed and pushed and pushed. And when you get weak-willed people who are unwilling to do their own research, who have been brain damaged because of fluoride or Prozac or Zoloft or tricyclic antidepressants or serotonin reuptake inhibitors, who basically don't really have the ability to think through complex situations any longer, they believe what the media says because they're in that theta brainwave state, that you know beta theta brainwave state every single night when they're watching TV, and they start believing the programming. And so now they want to run around and start shooting people. This It's insanity. Speaking about shooting people, this is crazy. D.C. is boarding up ahead of the white Christians coming to um, D.C. 
and the Georgia runoff in Congress are finalizing election result. As mayor in D.C. calls in 340 National Guard troops equipped with machine guns for wild pro-Trump protest in the city. But then she's told that MAGA crowds don't torch and loot because they're not Antifa. <laughs> Muriel Bowser, Bowser, urged, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, urged calm Monday as some 340 troops were activated. Storefronts and office buildings were boarded in downtown Washington, D.C. Road closures were also announced across the Capitol ahead of the Congress of Congress expecting the vote to affirm President-elect Biden's victory with three to four million people. It's going to really be good having road closures there. Bowser said in a request to the New York East for the Grand, for the Grand Guard members for January the 5th through the 7th, an official said the D.C. National Guard members were to be used for traffic control. Well, why would they have to be worried about traffic control if they're closing roads? And other assistance, but they will not be armed or wearing body armor. Yeah, we all believe that. Trump has so far refused to concede while whipping up support for protests. And this is bracing for possible violence and on and on and on. And on. This article from the Daily Mail, and it is really, 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 really long. So when you read to the very far, very far end of it, it finally tells you what they want you to know. Here's what it says. He goes, during the December 12th pro-Trump protests, at least two local black churches had Black Lives Matters banners torn down and set ablaze. Okay, I'm going to say it again. During the December 12th pro-Trump protests, two black churches had Black Lives Matter banners torn down and set ablaze. Okay, they were, they, These people said they were hate crimes in those instances. He goes on to say, this guy from this church says, we will be increasing our visibility around the churches in the area. On Monday, get ready, here it comes. On Monday, the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights under the law filed a lawsuit in D.C. Superior Court against the Proud Boys and Terrio leader on behalf of one of the vandalized churches, Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church. And here we go, get ready. We will not allow white supremacist violence to go unchecked by the laws of our land, Reverend William H. Lamar IV, pastor of the AME, said in a statement. So now it's not protesting both basically what's happened with the, with the cheated election. It has become white supremacist violence because we know we've been cheated. Again, it's about white people. They really hate whites. Just thought I'd mention that to you. And I don't know why. Well, yeah, I know why. Because they've been told to hate whites. Again, Barack Obama did this. He pushed race relations to a new low in the United States. And Trump hasn't helped, to be honest with you, with his stupid tweets. And, you know, and so we've got race relations at a new low, which is what they want. They want to bring in their new world order. They want to bring it out of chaos. And we have these folks now in these black churches in D.C. thinking it's all about white supremacists. So they're really expecting to come in basically with machine guns, I guess, with the white supremacists and start machine gunning down people. Be really, really careful if you're going up there right now for false flags. Try to stay out of kill boxes. Just, just, a, just a thought for you guys. Be very careful where you are, what you're doing, and who's around you, and watch out for, for provocateurs because they're going to be everywhere. I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch the next couple of days. Austin, what do you think? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that's that's one of the 
biggest things you have to be careful of when you're that big of a crowd is the provocateurs. And I can tell you there's going to be no end of them up there, <clears throat> especially with this many people descending on D.C. You're going to have people dressed like patriots. You're going to have people dressed like conservatives. You're going to have people dressed like the Proud Boys. And what's ironic about this is the Proud Boy groups, if you look at majority of their standpoints and majority of what they go by – they're not racist at all. They actually have all races in most sections of their groups from what I've personally seen. Now, I'm not involved in any of those groups, but I've read about a lot of them. I've talked to people that have been involved in them, and it's not at all what they've tried to depict them as. And they've intentionally done this to make it so if anybody resists the narrative, if anybody stands up and says no, if anybody basically doesn't want to go along with what the status quo is as far as this New World Order agenda, then you pretty much are demonized in some subsection. You're either a racist or you're a neo-Nazi or you're basically a, you know, anti-Semite or you're basically – you're something. They, they, they have to label you to put you in one of those categories to demonize you, and that's exactly what they've done repeatedly. And so now, as Dad said, it's pretty much – you know if you're a, a, a white patriot conservative and you support the Constitution and freedom and a free election – that's it. And they've done the same thing to blacks and Hispanics. You've seen what they've done to a lot of individuals like Candace Owens. I mean, just calling her all kinds of stuff. I mean, just, just very, very horrific names. And what's crazy is the same people that call people names and racist names then claim the same people they're calling the names of them are racist. It makes it's so insane to me. And But again, that is a heavy, heavy part of the communist Marxist indoctrination that they have done to the country and then the more we've seen now of just, and we've pretty much figured this out now, the DOJ the FBI, the CIA the ATF, the DEA all of them are enforcement agencies for this deep state this deep dark state that is basically the pit bull for the Federal Reserve Rothschild family and forming a group inside of another group is a Marxist method of taking over countries because what it does is it gives you the ability to have a buffer. It's exactly what dad said. So all times people always go, oh, well, it's this or it's that or it's China or it's this and it's that. It's exactly what they want everybody to focus on. Is China a communist regime? Absolutely. Do I support anything that country is about? Not at all. Do I think they're the main culprits that are trying to take over the country? Absolutely not. They are simply just a tool in a gigantic shed of work tools. And that's exactly what they continue to do is you've got to have a boogeyman. I've explained this to everybody before. You know, first it was basically the terrorist in 2001. Then the terrorists turned, you know, to Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda turned into ISIS. Then ISIS turned into basically Iran. And Iran turned into Russia. And Russia turned into Venezuela. And Venezuela turned into North Korea. And it was the same thing, the same story, over and over and over and over again, just with a different title. They just rebrand it with a different name. And this is exactly what they've done now. Now, currently, the boogeyman is COVID, COVID-19. That's, that's the big, bad boogeyman now that everybody has to watch out for. And it's done a tremendous job, I must say, at dividing a huge percentage of the populace. If we were already not already divided enough because of Obama and then basically of Trump coming in and then basically blasting him consistently, saying he's a white racist nationalist, which I mean made no sense. All he wanted to do is he kept saying, make America great again. I don't know how that is racist whatsoever. This is what we continue to see. And now he dropped a pretty 
bombed Twitter the other day. Now, whether this is some type of psyop or whether this is legit him trying to get the information out there, but as you know, a lot of these states are going into lockdown. They've been in lockdown. The cases still rise exponentially almost. These these numbers are like out of thin air. Dad showed you the other day how you can go on Google and you can literally type in any single conceivable number and put new cases and there's pages of news articles, pages of news articles because algorithms are built like that. Well, Trump put out a tweet the other day and it, it has been rebuttaled by every single mainstream outlet. Fauci got on television. Pretty much every single left-wing propaganda communist news outlet covered it to try to rebuttal it and bring experts on to say why what Trump was saying was fake news. And he said he came out with a, a tweet and he said the number of cases and the deaths of this virus is far exaggerated in the United States because of the CDC's ridiculous method of determination compared to other countries. When in doubt, call it COVID. He said that in parentheses, fake news. So this got a lot of attention. Now, again, this is, in my opinion, designed to keep the back-and-forth narrative going. Well, Trump said this. Well, then Fauci said this, and Trump said this. Trump could have already fired Fauci. Best believe that. Fauci is underneath Trump. For some odd reason, everybody seems to fail to understand a lot of this stuff as far as when you're in the executive power branch like that. They've kept him in there. Now, I personally believe Trump's very awake about what's going on. I really do. I think he knows a lot about what's going on. However, I also think he's been grossly compromised, and I also think he's to the point now where he's like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this anymore. There, it, the deep state is so deep and so swampy and so disgusting and so full of water moccasins and gators. I think he's at the point now where he's like, dude, I'm just, I'm ready to get out of the swamp. I'm ready to go back to Miralago and chill out and retire. I'm done with this. And quite frankly, I'll be honest with you, I probably can't blame him. Honestly, I probably can't blame him one bit. If he saw and we saw what he knew, we'd probably say the exact same thing. The biggest thing that I have, though, the biggest problem I have with that is the thievery of the election. I've said that repeatedly. It's not about Trump or Biden. It's about having a constitutional republic stolen right in front of us and everybody on the left refusing to even acknowledge it happened when they did it right in front of us and we watched them do it firsthand. That's the problem that I have. And so, again, I support everybody that's up there for that rally. If you have the Constitution in mind and if you have the patriotic agenda in mind, but again, I encourage everybody, be very, very alert, stay frosty, and be awake on what's going on up there because there's going to be a lot, a lot of individuals up there that are going to be trying to start riots, that are going to be trying to start fires, they are going to be doing everything they can to do the best they can to make the Patriot Rally Group look completely and totally like out-of-control lunatics. Just be aware of that. Also, to another news, this is something that I want to bring up as well for all my New York listeners. And it's definitely time you guys make your voice heard with anybody that is basically in a representative or legislative branch up there. They have now proposed a new law, basically Assembly Bill A352, co-sponsored by David McDowell and uh, Richard Gottfried. Basically, it goes in to say now they want to fully ban all body armor for civilian possession. It said a person is guilty of unlawful purchase or possession of a body armor where he or she knowingly and unlawfully purchases or possesses a body vest. And then it goes on to describe it. It said 
a Section 2720 or penal law, you shall have 15 days from the effective date of this act to dispose of such body armor to any local or state law enforcement agency. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize the only reason that you would put a bill out this is so a state can essentially disarm and then have their way with their populace. That's the only reason why. Body armor is the most passive form of self-protection possible. You can walk around with body armor and not even carry a weapon, and you are already having defensive measures on your body. This is why journalists, when they go over to hot zones or war zones in the Middle East, they almost always have body armor on. There's a reason why. When you're wearing armor plates and you get hit with a 308 or an AK round in the chest, it's going to hurt. It's probably going to break your ribs. It's probably going to knock you out. It may even collapse your lung, but you're not going to have a sucking chest wound and a giant hole in your chest that they're trying to now patch up while you're dying. Body armor is essential. I am a huge advocate of body armor. I own numerous rigs. One of my best friends is a dealer for armor mobility. If anybody is interested in that, and I'm not even trying to sell it, I'm telling you right now, it's fully legal to possess in pretty much the entire country. There's no legitimate reason for for the state of New York to come in now and try to ban, and not even grandfather it. They're not saying if you have it, you can keep it. You just can't buy it unless you're law enforcement now. They're saying if you have it in your possession under any circumstances, it is now a crime if this bill goes through. That is completely and totally unlawful, illegal, and unconstitutional, and I want to make sure everybody in New York makes your voice heard on this because this is not a game Body armor is very effective. It's essential. There's a reason why law enforcement run it every day. There's a reason why military run it every day. And there's a reason why law-abiding citizens that are there to protect their friends, family, and country own body armor. So I just want to put that out there and tell everybody in New York, you guys better make your voice heard on this because this is not something that's okay in a constitutional republic in my book, Dad. What do you think? Uh, I think body armor is, you know, Good. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, good grief. You're going to the range and you're shooting or you're doing tactical training. You're wearing body armor. You're, you're that much more protected. You really are. I mean, if you have somebody get in your house and you hear somebody in the house in the middle of the night, you throw on some body armor. It takes a second or two. If you have the rig sitting beside you, you're a lot more protected. And the fact that they don't want you to have this is because they don't want you to be able to defend yourself against their assault. That's the only reason they have this. Yeah, they're trying to make it like, well, people who conduct crimes wear body armor. Okay, well, that might be true. Somebody who did a crime one time might conduct and wear body armor, but they're criminals. That's why they're called criminals. They do things against the law, and they're robbing or stealing and destroying, and they're wearing body armor. So now you meet all the good people who don't rob, kill, steal, and destroy, don't get to wear body armor. Only the criminals do? That makes sense. This is stupid. You know, and so, again, this is just New York. I mean, I don't know what the heck you guys are doing living up there, to be honest with you. I, I, I had enough of this if I were you guys. I mean, just you're, you're mayor, the mayor up there, the governor up there. Everybody's nuts. But the problem is, you know, when you live there and you got a business there, or had a business there, I should say, or you basically have family there, you know, it's hard to pull up if all your grandkids are there. It's a tough place to be if you know you need to leave a state or a city and your entire family structure is still there and all your support structure is there. So I feel bad for you if you're in the middle of that. By the way, Lynn Wood, like I said, you know, he gets a lot of exposure and he says a lot of stuff that's true. But you got to ask yourself a question. Why does he get all this exposure on it? And here he said this. He said, Jeffrey Epstein used the same blackmail scheme of child rape and child murder, which we've talked about, to either further his own interests or those of any intelligence agency. Now he's talking Mossad, but he's not saying the word with whom he worked. 
All who flew on his private jet or visited his island must be immediately interrogated and brought to justice. President Trump must act quickly and decisively. Well, the thing that Lynn's not talking about is that President Trump and Epstein were friends. Just thought I'd mention that. And that President Trump also carried Epstein on his private jet, along with another girl who was underage on Trump's private jet. So all of this stuff is just intertwined. And Lynn Wood, again, comes out with stuff that's true. He's saying they were killing children now, which I've said that for years, that why they have a temple and a sacrificial altar or whatever they have inside of that temple, you know, on an island that's outside of the jurisdiction of the United States. Weird stuff. And Newsmax now is losing a lot of credibility. It's continuing a slide, and it's not publishing pro-Biden propaganda written by a Clinton attorney. And now they're getting worse than Fox News. Now, let me say it to you this way, and I can just make it kind of uh, simple. Newsmax is not owned by Christians. There you go. That was good. I kind of said that kind of good. Uh, yeah, they're not owned by Christians. And so as in most of the major news organizations, they're not owned by Christians. So we have to kind of take all of that with a grain of salt. Now, a really good article came out today, and it said, Democracy is an illusion or a perspective. The COVID scam has altered millions, alerted millions, to the fact that the world is controlled by a small cabal of Satanist central bankers who wish to enslave us. This is an article by Ann Ellsley, E-L-L-Z-Y, and it's extremely well written. And it goes into detail about what we are as a bunch of slaves being controlled by these international bankers. It says a tiny cabal of international bankers chooses our leaders, and this clique, which subtly controls every significant facet of our society, is gradually establishing an Orwellian global state. Much of the ruling class has been duped to think that they're building a better world. And she goes on to quote The Naked Capitalist by W.C. Skousen, and he says, is yet another smoking gun and is based on the revelations contained by Professor Carol Quigley's Tragedy and Hope, A History of Our World in Our Time that was written back in 1966. And they're talking about the banker, banker, banker thing that's happening all over the world and how they're taking it all over. And it says, remember I told you guys, it's not just the Rothschild name. It's the bloodline families, and it's also the international banking houses. And according to Quigley, these guys who are choking out the entire planet with debt include Bering, Lazard, Erlinger, Warburg, Schroeder, Seligman, Spires, Mirabaub, Mallet, and above all, Rothschild and Morgan. Now remember, Morgan was a cutout for the Rothschilds. And it says, Quigley confirms that starting with the Bank of England in 1694, these dynasties organized themselves in a system of central banks that charged their respective nation billions and trillions of dollars in interest for the privilege of using currency backed by the nation's own credit. In other words, they have carried off a swindle of monstrous proportions. I'm going to allow you guys to read the rest of this article yourself. It's very, very well done. It's been posted on the Health Masters website so you guys can see it. But I want you guys to know who and what these guys are doing and how bad they really are. And I've talked about it. And there's another really good book, too. It's called Billions for the Bankers and Debts for the People by Shelton Emery. Now, that's like a little short booklet. It's like 30 or 40 pages long. You can read it in less than an hour, and it goes into detail. Billions for the Bankers and Debts for the People by Shelton Emery. Phenomenal book. I'll go ahead and repost that back on the website, too, so you guys can just pull the PDF off the Health Masters news site. So really what you guys to think about that. Now, one more thing I want to talk about. I had a gentleman contact me yesterday. sent me a real nice letter. 
sent me a Christmas card with his family's pictures on it. And he was saying, well, can you guys do some more health stuff? And I thought about, you know, we did start off doing primarily health stuff six, seven years ago. We started doing the show. We got more and more and more into the political realm. We still try to do health stuff as much as we can. But I want to say something. You know, years ago, I covered a list of foods called the top ten foods never to eat. And I did this to over a million people at live seminars and millions and millions more on thousands of radio and TV talk shows on which I was appearing as a guest. And what I've learned was this. I found out very quickly that butter was better than margarine in my practice when I had it going back in the 80s. And we used to see up to 40 patients a day. And I found that the trans fats and omega-3 oils like, you know, soybean oil, canola oil, and the hydrogenated products made from these different products like soy, margarine, canola oil, margarine, all of these things are super dangerous and butter is better. And I used to walk out on the platform in front of 20, 30, 40,000 people. I said, I've got good news for you. Beef, eggs, and butter are not on my top 10 foods list to avoid, but they need to be organic. That's really important because a lot of the hormones and chemicals get in the butter fat and you really increase the amount of hormones they put into the dairy, especially the estrogens, if you're eating non-organic butter. And it only costs about a dollar more per pound, so it's not a big deal. Get the organic butter. But what we've learned is this, that the changing in eating habits due to this pandemic have pushed the demand for butter to record highs. A dairy cooperative, Land of Lakes, estimated a 20% increase in sales during the last year alone, reaching 275 million to 300 million pounds sold of butter. The company reported a $54 million year-over-year earnings increase from 2019 to 2020. So they've done real good in the pandemic. Data from the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows a 6% rise in butter production during the first six months of 2020. And multiple studies support butter's consumption for good health, that is good for your heart, and has anti-cancer compounds in it. The highest quality butter is raw, is unpasteurized from grass-fed cows, and basically has no hormones added to it. It's also loaded with many nutrients, including vitamin E, beta carotene, and the healthy fats, omega-3, and CLA. So I use butter a lot, really do. We cook it in our eggs every single day. This morning I went out, you know, I didn't went out, I went into the kitchen, and I basically made three eggs cooked in butter. And I do that every single morning before the show, because what it does, it really stabilizes my blood sugar throughout the day. And what ends up happening is, and people don't realize this, is there's two different types of hormones that you got to really be concerned with if you're trying to lose weight. One is insulin and the other one's glucagon. When you release glucagon, that's a hormone that the body releases in order to burn body fat. you got to have glucagon in your system if you want to burn body fat. If you're basically releasing insulin, you're storing body fat. So... You want to get as much glucagon released and as little insulin released as possible. And this is one of the problems that people have with type X, you know, diabetes, type X syndrome, is that syndrome X. And what it does, it basically elevates the insulin in the body to a point where you're constantly storing more and more body fat and your insulin levels stay extremely high. That's a real bad place to be. It massively increases the risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. You want to keep the insulin stabilized, and you want to elevate glucagon. You do the elevation of the glucagon by eating protein meals, high in protein, like eating eggs first thing in the morning to stabilize the blood sugar, to help to release glucagon, and to not release insulin. 
eggs are basically negligible on a glycemic scale. They're not going to elevate blood sugar. The foods you need to stay away from if you're trying to burn body fat, now we're talking about this for the first of the year because we're having all these folks doing New Year's resolutions right now, you need to stay away from bread, pasta, rice, white potatoes, and juice. Stay away from that if you're trying to burn body fat because all of these foods have what's called a high glycemic index. White potatoes have a higher glycemic index than table sugar does. In other words, if you eat two tablespoons of white potatoes versus two tablespoons of white sugar, the two tablespoons of white potatoes will raise your blood sugar faster than the sugar will. Now, of course, if you're dumping butter on the potato and sour cream on the potato and all that, it's not going to have that big of a spike because you're going to slow everything down because of the fat. That's one thing you can really do is you can start taking a little bit of MCT oil every single day, you know, with each of your meals. I, this morning I had a tablespoon of MCT oil with my eggs. And the MCT oil, it helps to burn body fat, especially belly fat, really, really fast. And it also helps to elevate testosterone in men. Last time I had my testosterone tested, it was a couple of years ago, it was, you know, pushing 700. And I'm, you know, I'm in my 60s. And that's really high for somebody in their 60s without testosterone therapy. If you start doing testosterone therapy, you could do that if you'd like, but it's causing all types of other problems, including a reduction of your body's own ability to produce its own testosterone, and some studies seem to indicate that it may increase the risk of cancer, and it also makes the ligaments and tendons weaker in the body if you're doing testosterone therapy. It's better have your body make it and regulate it itself. That's why I really like the HGH Stimulate. In fact, I just told Sharon to make me two scoops of HGH Stimulate because that elevates human growth hormone in the body. It also helps to increase libido in the body. It helps to increase nitric oxide levels in the body. It's a phenomenal product. It's one of our best-selling products, HGH Stimulate. It'll burn body fat like like putting butter in a microwave. I mean, it'll just really burn body fat. And when you combine that with the MCT oil, it really burns body fat. So this morning, I'm having my HGH Stimulate and my MCT oil, along with my three eggs. Now, the eggs massively increase cognition. It helps to keep the brain healthy. And what I do at night before I go to bed, I take my magnesium brain food every single night with the total rest. That's part of my sleep like a baby protocol. And then I take a melatonin because you've got to be able to get good sleep throughout the night. Really, really important. And you can also take the HGH Stimulate before you go to bed. Now, if you want a little trick as far as losing body fat, don't eat a big meal before you go to bed unless you want to have like a protein snack. That's all right. But don't be sitting down and eating a pound of pasta right before you go to sleep. Don't do that because it's going to elevate insulin all night. You'll be storing that fat all night. You're not going to sleep real well. It's going to be a mess for your system. Don't do that. Use the HDH Stimulate. If you really want to drop some weight pretty quick and you're not really trying to do bodybuilding, etc., you could take and not eat for four hours before you go to bed and take the HGH on an empty stomach before you go to sleep. And that will really elevate human growth hormone during the evening for cell repair and to burn body fat. So there's all kinds of easy ways to do it. Plus, try to do six small meals a day. If you weigh 180 pounds, take times that by 10. That's 1,800 calories now. Give you total calorie input. Divide it by six. So that'd be 300 calories six times a day spread throughout the day evenly. That helps to maintain really healthy blood sugar, helps to release glucagon, helps to reduce the amount of insulin being released, and helps to maintain a really healthy body chemistry. Plus drink 50, at least half your body weight in fluid ounces and purified water, preferably distilled every single day. 
So in other words, if you weigh 200 pounds, drink 100 ounces of water a day. If you weigh 300 pounds, drink 150 ounces of water a day, which is more than a gallon. Really important that you do that because water acts as a catalyst in the body and it helps the body to do the functioning it needs to do without being dehydrated. When you get dehydrated, your cells don't want to act properly. Your blood gets too thick. Your heart's having to pump sludge instead of liquid and it creates massive increases in blood pressure and massively increases your risks of heart disease and stroke. So make sure you drink the water every single day. That's absolutely critical that you do that. It'll really help you to stay a lot healthier and it'll really help to maintain a healthy body chemistry. In addition to that, take the powdered multiple every day. That's what I do. Or the, or the capsules if you prefer. B-complex, vitamin C, D3. If you're taking the 10,000 I use, take it two or three times a week. You don't need it more than that. Get it tested at least once a year if you're going to be doing more than that. Make sure your levels don't go over 80. In addition to that, make sure you take vitamin E because it acts as a natural blood center. I take it every day. And zinc. We already know how good zinc works as far as stopping viral replication. And, of course, we all need about 12.5 milligrams of potassium iodide every single day. That's pretty much my basic program that I use every single day. Now, if I start getting a sore throat, I'll take astragalus. I'll increase my D. I'll increase my C. I'll increase my potassium iodide. It does a really good job to stop the throat it's a sore throat from turning into a cold. It really does. It does a great job. But if you're going to take astragalus, and I'm putting this on, on the show so you can listen to this repeatedly and take notes, if you're over the age of 50 and you, or if you've ever had prostate issues, make sure you take prostate support with it. So if you take two astragalus, take four prostate support. That's really, really important. And never take astragalus if you're running a fever. So those are some of the basic things I want to cover with you first of the year as far as weight loss. It seems kind of, you know, difficult to try to incorporate this into the show, but I wanted to do that because there's so much world news going on right now with the election, with the meeting in D.C., with what's happening with the election in Georgia, with Donald Trump and his never-ending barrage of tweets that we all have to deal with, with Lynn Wood telling you about half-truths and half-lies. Guys, always remember this. Whenever you go to a media, any media, and you start reading and you start listening to what they're doing and what they're talking about, Find out first, are they talking about the international banking cartels? Number one. Number two, are they talking about Zionism? That's number two. And number three, are they talking about dual citizens in Congress? And if they don't talk about those issues, if they don't talk about Kabbalah, you got to really stop and reevaluate what you're listening to because you can dance around the roses like this and not tell you the real story of what's going on. Or you can do like we do in this show and just straight call it out like I did on yesterday's show. It's so important that when you listen to news that you make sure you're not listening to censored alt news, which is over 90% of the news and alt media is censored because people are censoring themselves. And that's what we warned everybody about five years ago, self-censorship. And now these media giants like Google and Facebook and all the other ones have basically censored all of us. And guess who was president when this was happening? Donald Trump. Donald Trump did this. Like Austin said a few minutes ago, he hasn't fired Fauci. He didn't fire Jeff Sessions. He could have easily fired Jeff Sessions with this whole Russian collusion mess going on. Donald Trump is an actor on a stage and he's told what to do. He could have easily gotten rid of Fauci. Heck, he could have signed an executive order to get rid of Fauci. It may have been contested or protested or whatever, but he could have gotten rid of him. He could have put his own person in that office. He hasn't done that, guys. 
And now he's taking credit for this COVID vaccine, saying it's the best thing he did in his administration, Operation Warp Speed, how people from all over the world are calling him personally to thank him for the vaccine, while tens of thousands of people are having adverse side effects, including death. What a messed up, twisted world we've got. That's why I wanted to throw some of the health information in here for you today so we can get your mind off of everything else and get you focused back on what you need to be doing for you and your children's health. We're also working on a new product right now. Austin doesn't even know about this. I've been working with one of my researchers, and we're trying, I think we've got a magnesium that we're going to be adding different things to to help children who are hyperactive with ADD or ADHD to calm down before they go to bed at night and calm down during the day before they go to school. Let me know if that's something you guys are interested in. I think we've got the formulation down on that, and I'll keep you guys posted on it. Austin, what do you think, and what's your next story? Well, that'll be an incredibly awesome product if we can roll that out. I know there's been a huge demand over the years for a product or vitamin or something to help out with children that are very, very hyper. And now I'm speaking from experience as well as I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and I can tell you right now, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, and I'm going to reiterate this, one of the biggest things you can do to keep your child on a more manageable level is change their diet. I'm telling you that right now. Every single child, young children, are very, very sensitive to sugar. They're also very, very sensitive to dyes, especially blue dyes and red dyes. And one thing that I do not ever let my kids eat is dyes. However, occasionally they do get some sugar, maybe some organic ice cream, organic cookie, because I'm not going to be that dad that's basically like, no, you're going to eat green beans and chicken and rice every single day. You have a bodybuilder diet until you move out when you're 18. That's not healthy either, okay, guys? They're a kid. They're going to get exposed to it at some point. You can control it. You can monitor it as best you can, but sometimes you have to use stuff and use it more of a tool instead of a crutch, meaning my kids don't have open access to ice cream and cookies and stuff all the time. That is not something at all. Now, if they're doing really good and I say, hey, you guys need to clean your room. Once you clean your room, we're eating dinner. Once you finish dinner, if you eat all of your dinner and it's, you know, a big pile of, you know, broccoli and it's some organic chicken and it's basically some sweet potatoes and so you eat all your dinner, I'll give you guys basically, you know, a little little one of the mini organic ice cream bars or something like that. I do that occasionally. And that has usually minimal impact on hyperactivity because they ate something low glycemic, as that just talked about, before their meal. Now, one thing that I found that does not work is giving your kids organic ice cream on an empty stomach. If you want to let your kids turn into complete and total wild mongrels that are running up the wall, literally, uh, give them sugar on an empty stomach and do it on a regular basis, and you will find that your children are probably uncontrollable. This is the problem that we see in the public school system. Kids in the morning, what do they eat for most part? What they eat? Frosted flakes? You know, some of was the other stuff, Lucky Charms, some of those garbage compounds, not only based with GMO corn, there's sometimes in some cases 20, 30, 40 grams of sugar for one serving, and then they put whole milk on it. Whole milk, when it's homogenized and pasteurized, is one of the most toxic things other than basically sugar and soda and dyes you can give your children. There's a research study that we have done, and we've posted it on the website on the discussions of pasteurized milk and what it does to the body, especially homogenized milk, which is horrible. This is why I generally always give our kids organic goat's milk. 
used to give raw goat's milk, ran out with the basically my contact with that, couldn't really get it anymore. A lot of the goats got sold and so forth. But goat's milk is much more digestible, very easy on the gut, doesn't cause near as many problems as far as with blood sugar or hyperactivity, and it's very, very healthy with very high level degrees of protein and nutrients in it. So the biggest thing that I tell everybody is change your kid's diet. If you're feeding them crap, and they're acting like fools on a regular basis, maybe you need to stop feeding them crap. I can't be any more direct than that with you on it. It's ironic to me when I see parents and they go, I don't know what kids do. I don't know how to control them. I go, what do, you, what do they eat for breakfast? Are they frosted flakes? Or they, what do they eat for lunch? Or they usually eat like a, a Snickers bar and Coca-Cola. Okay. What what do they eat for dinner? Oh, we usually have like a, a baked potato with, you know, some macaroni and cheese. I'm like, okay. <laughs> have you ever thought that maybe some of those foods are not conducive to a healthy activity with these kids? Well, no. Okay, guys, I'm telling you now, dad's telling you now, you got to change the kids' diets. And especially, it makes sure they're getting good doses of omega-3 fats. We have the children's cod liver oil in liquid, and we also have it in chewable capsules, which the kids love. That right there can also help out with stabilizing blood sugar in children, especially before or after meals. And I know, like I said, Dad's working on this product now with the magnesium. The magnesium brain food is another thing that I give our kids on a regular basis. Make sure they stay healthy. I usually Orlando will make them like a vitamin C drink once a day, once every other day, depending on what's going on. And we always add a little bit of the magnesium brain food to it. The magnesium brain food is crucial. It's good for pregnant women. It's good for nursing women. It's good for adults. It's good for women. It's good for men. It's good for kids. It's good for everybody. Heck, you can give it to the dog if you want to. The magnesium brain food is essential because it has the magnesium theanate in it, which is one of the only magnesiums that has been clinically shown to pass through the blood-brain barrier. Magnesium is works in over 300 reactions in the body. So when I say magnesium is important, I mean magnesium is important. This is why we have the magnesium capsules. We have the magnesium powder. We have the magnesium salts that you can basically soak in. We have the magnesium oil. Magnesium is crucial. I know Lana, her basically her back was hurting her the other day. She's been working out some more. She goes, man, my lower back's hurting me real bad. And I said, well, is it like injured? She said, no, it's just real sore. I said, go jump in the the bathtub. We got a bathtub in the you know in our master bathroom. I said, dump a bunch of magnesium salts in it and soak in it. So she did it yesterday morning. And yesterday she walked around. She said, man, my back's feeling better. I said, do it again this morning. First thing this morning, she got in the bathtub again. Hot bathtub with magnesium salt. She got done. She goes, man, I don't even feel my back anymore. I said. There you go. Magnesium salts. I said they're that effective. They work that quickly. So there's so many different things you can do, and that's why we try to do the best we can at Health Masters. And Dad's right. This show originally was built pretty much all on health. That was our roots. That will still always be our roots, but we have gotten wrapped up in a lot of the political issues, primarily because a lot of them have become so important to talk about, and especially now with the aspects of covid and the massive compliance and submission to these unlawful and unconstitutional mandates, it's been really important that we talk about this stuff. And so that's why we bring it up. And also, too, in that exact same news, we now have an individual in Portugal now at Portugal's IPO Cancer Hospital. She was a nurse that was injected with the Pfizer vaccine last Wednesday. She was basically 41 years old, no underlying health conditions, basically not overweight, didn't drink alcohol, didn't have any health problems at all, took the vaccine. Two days later, her boyfriend found her in bed, dead. 
dead. My condolences go to the family because that's horrific. But I'm telling you right now, now they're trying to cover it up and say, we don't know if the vaccine caused it at all. We still have to do an autopsy. We'll keep everybody apprised at a later date. That's hogwash. I, I hope these families demand to know what happened with this right now because you don't just take a vaccine and two days later you die. You don't just take a vaccine and your throat swells up and you got you basically go unconscious and start having seizures and have to go on an epinephrine drip and stay in the hospital like I talked to you about yesterday. And again, as we continue to see these things go round and round and round, continue to ask questions. Why are they pushing the vaccine this hard? Why are they so adamant on making sure everybody's vaccinated? Because as we know from a long history, the government has never been concerned under any circumstances about the populace's health. And what happened to Tiffany Dover? Definitely keep asking those questions because now we're seeing that Operation Warp Speed has been massive failure as far as the mass doses they expected. They said by the end of 2020, they expected 20 million people to be vaccinated. So far, only 3 million people have basically gotten those vaccines, and there's already 12 million doses that have been distributed to the states. So now what's happening? Now the Department of Health and Human Services is putting a group together saying they're going to spend $250 million to have the movable middle come over basically to the left to get vaccinated. They said the first phase of the campaign is already underway an online videos and radio effort to prep the market in order to promote the vaccine called Building Vaccine Confidence Campaign. Guys, you know you got some toxic sludge to sell when you have to spend $250 million to market people and try to convince them into injecting their body with this toxic RNA vaccine. This is why at Health Masters, so many people are always so confident and so happy with the products. This is why, guys, if you notice, we don't have to do ads. We don't do ads. We don't do ads on our show. We don't do ads on our website. We have a website and a radio show. We talk about stuff. Real, true, high-quality products that are good for you sell themselves. You don't have to spend $250 million on marketing to convince people to inject themselves with a toxic sludge because nobody wants to get it. That's what you have to do when you're dealing with a compound that people are waking up to and saying, what's in my vaccine? Just like the billboard on Australia that they took down in three days and the prime minister called it rubbish. What's in my vaccine? A simple question that every single American has the right to ask and the right to know what's in it. And if anybody ever tells you you don't have the right to ask that question, you need to either walk away from them or you basically need to get aggressively confrontational with them and ask them why they are censoring your ability to ask a free speech question about what is injected into your body. And that goes with any doctor, physician, nurse, anybody that tells you you don't have that right or argues with you about that right. In my opinion, you don't need to let the door hit you in the butt when you walk out. And I would never walk into their office or doctor's office ever again if somebody treated you like that. It's time America stand their ground. We have to get healthy. We have to stay healthy. And we have to continue to ask questions about what's really going on dad you know austin if we don't ask questions on how we're going to learn i mean that's that i mean that's that's, that's yeah. the point i mean <laughs> you got you got to ask questions i mean what's in your vaccine well i won't tell you why not because it's none of your business but you want to inject it in me well yeah but you need to just take it and shut up well how about you just take it and shut up and i'm going to step away 
I was, I remember years ago, I was watching a movie with you. It was called The Outlaw Josie Wales with Clint Eastwood. And I love that movie, by the way. And I remember there was this guy who was selling this tonic that was supposed to, like, cure everything, right? And then an old Indian walks up to him and he goes, well, what's in it? And he goes, well, I don't know. I just sell it. And he goes, well, I'm not going to take it. Why don't you drink it yourself then? I'm not going to take something I don't know what I'm putting in my body. And see, and this is the thing we've all got to do. We've got to ask ourselves these questions. Why am I doing this? What's it doing to me? And is that okay? That's the thing. If you really want to inject dead babies into your body, if you want to do that, you know, with these vaccines, you know, you need to really evaluate what you think is safe and what's not safe. That's all I could say. That's period. Not, not, it's not, I'm not even talking about the mercury or the squalene or the chemicals or the, all the other junk that's in these things. I'm just talking about fetal cells. I mean, what the heck do you want to put down on your body for? And for the Catholic Church, who's supposed to be pro-life and anti-abortion to tell you it's okay, something's messed up with that too. That whole that whole group of people with this new pope, they've really gotten compromised with their new world order, their new world religion and all the stuff they're doing now. One more thing I want to talk about with health. I mentioned I take B vitamins, and here's why. B vitamins oxidize the Krebs cycle, also known as the cystic acid cycle, which is the energy cycle of the mitochondria. You have to have this citric acid cycle in your cells operating functionally in order to have energy in your body. If you don't have B vitamins, they're like the spark plugs to the Krebs cycle. Without the B vitamins, you can't make the body produce energy. In addition to that, the Bible, most people now, probably 40 to 50 to 60 percent of the population who take vitamins don't even realize that they no longer have the ability to methylate their B vitamins and they can't absorb them properly. That's why you need to be getting methylated B vitamins, which is what we carry at Health Masters. If you don't have sufficient B vitamins, you're not going to sleep good. You're going to have, you're going to have fatigue and apathy. You're going to have mental fog, confusion, and forgetfulness. And by the way, the magnesium brain food helps get rid of the mental fog. You're also going to have mood swings and irritability without B vitamins, gastrointestinal symptoms, joint or muscle discomfort, muscle weakness, loss of muscle mass, numbness or tingling of the fingers and toes, frequent bruising, and that's also caused by vitamin C deficiencies, headaches, irritability, and dry, cracking skin. All from B vitamins. And that's why if you're not going to take a standalone B vitamin supplement, make sure you get a really good high quality multiple with B vitamins in it that are methylated like we have at Health Masters. And guys, I want to thank you again for supporting Health Masters and getting your multiple vitamins and your toothpaste and your deodorant. You say, well, it won't make any difference if I buy my vitamins from them. Well, no, one person won't make any difference. That's a fact. But when all of you guys who are listening to the show, when you all do that, since you're already buying these products anyhow from somewhere else, and a lot of you do support Health Masters, and I thank you for that. When you do that, it helps to pay for the cost of the talk show. It really does. It helps support our families, like we try to support your families with the show. It makes us all part of the same brothers and sisters in Christ. That's what it does. So I want to thank you again for getting your mobile vitamins and your toothpaste and your non-aluminum deodorant from us. Thank you so much for that. It means the world to me. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you today. Continue to pray for us, too. Continue to pray for all of the patriots in Washington, D.C. right now because there's some weird stuff going on up there right now, and it's turning into a big partisan policy, politic rally, which I don't like at all. It needs to be about the truth and about patriots and about surviving the survival of the, of the republic, not upon the survival of the Republican Party and the Democratic Party and all the weirdo stuff they're doing. We need to be Americans first and have a political party second. Also, what do you think, buddy, in finishing? 
it up. I think that's extremely well said. And that was one of the main reasons why I supported, and I still support the individuals that are going up there. And I was planning on going up there until I saw a lot of stuff change and we basically didn't have a flight. The thing about it is that we have to continue to remember is that this entire aspect, it's like Dad said, we have to be Americans first. If Even if you're a Democrat, I don't care what you are, but you can't sit back and say you respect the republic, you love America, and you watch thievery happen right in front of you in an election, and you don't think anything of it. Because if the elections don't matter, if the elections are this rigged, then we no longer have a republic. We basically are, we just call us you know, Venezuela 2.0, so to speak. So again... Thank you for everybody that's supporting the movement up there that are true patriots. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Continue to be getting this information out there. That's why we always, always, always encourage everybody to speak your mind and ask questions. Question everything. You can question what I say. Do your own research on it. I don't care. I already know what I research and I know what I found. So I'm very confident in what I say, and so is Dad. But I still encourage people, go do your own research on it. Anybody that tells you you don't have the right to do your own research or you can't question anything or you can't look at what's in this or you can't know what's in your vaccine, like I said, you need to either run away from them or hit them with a pole, whatever you got to do to get away from them. But don't, don't be listening to people that basically tell you you can't question anything whatsoever, blindly follow. That's what sheep do. That's what peasants do. That's what slaves do. They blindly follow orders without any input, any question, or any type of aspect of their own personal lives being in it when you're a free man. That is something we can never allow to happen in this country. So, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Be sure to check out. The product of the week, the B-Complex, as Dad was just saying, really important product. The last day it's on sale, product of the week, 3508, over 10% off on there. And be sure to vote for what you want to see win uh, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, the magnesium and malic acid and the Testo Plus are neck and neck, so be sure to vote for what you want to see win. The Testo Plus is our flagship product that really helps out to produce natural testosterone. So, again, thank you for the support. Have a blessed, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.